0: Alright, welcome back. This is episode 10. We're doing a week 5 recap with some of the biggest surprises and we have our combined power rankings here at the end. We'll save it for the end. But um, let's start with the Giants. Ryan, what did you think of the performance against
1: the Dolphins and uh, what's the situation with Daniel Jones going into next week? Dude, I've not been saying it for like a couple weeks now that the worst thing this team could have done is win that playoff game from last year. It completely... It completely just falsified the entire perception of this team. They won that playoff game last year and thought they had the quarterback, they had the line, they had the receivers, and it turns out they have none of that. Because, and listen, you could think Daniel's not the main problem. I think I tweeted this. You could think Daniel's not the main problem and still have aspirations to draft a quarterback if they are in the position to do so. That's fine. Because, you know it's not 100% on Daniel it is on the offensive line as well the receivers don't get open but and the defense isn't that great but you know he's not he's not any sort of solution to anything he's not any sort of answer to anything so honestly a lot of it comes back to him and him needing to play better and him needing to become the type of quarterback that can deal with look every single play just like how there's holding every single play realistically there's going to be a little pressure every single play yeah. the problem with daniel is that when he gets a little bit of pressure there it's it's nothing like it was last year you don't see him step up you don't see him get him out get outside the pocket you don't see him keep him eye, keep his eyes up to look for the receiver when he gets out of the pocket it's a total disaster so you know the offensive line still has its issues yes i've said for i think the last year or so that they've had, they figured out the left tackle position, but you know, when he's on, when Andrew Thomas is healthy and on the field, that basically he's so good that it masks all the other problems that they have on the line. But now that he hasn't been healthy and he has been on the field since week one, we're seeing what the offensive line truly looks like without him, which is a yeah. practice squad offensive line at best, maybe. So there's that issue. Um, you know, receivers can there are multiple receivers that can't get open. He can't throw these receivers open either. Um, they trade it away. You know, they, they pay $40 million for Bobby Okereke. They can't tackle. They, pay, they, they trade for Darren Waller. There's no pass game. There's no offense to begin with. So, you know, it, a lot of it comes back to him. And But, like, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to bench him? You just signed him. You just gave him this, you know, it's yeah. not, it's not, a I understand the contract is $160 million is what it says. It's not 160. It's more so like under a hundred. He's got 82 million guaranteed, but you know, they gave so much money for who they thought was the answer and he's not good. He's not a start. <laughs> he's not, he's not a, you know, he's part of the problem because Every single game that they've gone into, even the Arizona game, I mean, they needed a twenty. They're they're a they're one big second half comeback away from being zero and five and it being an absolute disaster. Yeah, you know they it's they don't look prepared and he doesn't look prepared. Neither does Dable the coaching staff really in any game they've played. Hey, Mike McDaniel and his staff and you know that team looked way more prepared than the Giants on Sunday. And that's literally been the case every single week. Look at the scores. 40 to nothing. What was San Francisco? 30 to 12. And then yeah. you had 24 to 3 against uh, Seattle. Then they just lost by double digits again. And they're pro- and they're playing Buffalo on Sunday night in Buffalo. And Daniel Jones is probably going to be questionable with his injury. He's got a neck injury now. And, yeah. you know, that they don't have a left tackle because Andrew Thomas is still not healthy. And who knows what to say. Like, it is like... It's basically, it's the epitome of a four-win team. It might be a three-win team. Really? So, yeah. Bro, who else? They, they have the Raiders who, I, they have the Raiders and the Packers are the only games. And one of the two games against Washington is yeah. what I can see them winning. Okay. And even like after last night, like, I think the Raiders are better than them. Like, the Raiders aren't great. I don't love McDaniels. I actually really don't like McDaniels at all. Yeah, I, think they did I agree. I, I, I think, you know, he was, like, the coach to get for 10 years every single loss season. And then, like, he hasn't panned out. And Garoppolo isn't great. And, you know, but I think the Raiders are a team that beats them. Any team beats them right now. They keep losing by double digits. Like, they're yeah. not prepared. They're not prepared they for needed, anything.
2: They needed a... Huge comeback to beat the Cardinals too Which is looking pretty bad They scored 27
1: right points in the second half Like right. they need, they needed
2: and That was Saquon Barkley That wasn't anyone else Yeah the like they, that. they
1: yeah. needed You know they needed 20 A 27 point comeback And the typical like Quintessential comeback half from Saquon To not be 0-5 And to beat Not to mention to beat the team that's supposed to be The worst team in the NFL From the start
2: Dude, the thing about Jones is, like, I'm kind of in that boat where I look at, like, he got sacked, what, six, seven times, and some of them pretty hard. Yeah. Like, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, well, if his offensive line's that bad and his receivers are that bad, like, what is he supposed to do? But then you look at Mahomes with the receiving core he's got out there. It's so bad. Strout, what he's working with. Like, Lamar, his receivers look awful right now. You're like, no one's really making excuses for that, and they're finding a way to get it done, so... Yeah, Daniel Jones at this point in his career, he's got to find someone. He's got to find Waller more or throw guys open or do it with his legs. Yeah, at some point he can't just be, I'm only good if the
1: situation's perfect. I don't know why Waller is even there at this point. Like, it's, Yeah, I'm, it's shocking how good. little
2: they use him when they need him. They you need know, a passing game it's and
3: think it's not him.
1: It's not even like, I don't even think it's just that. It's just like, you know. This team is a, this team should not have made these moves in the off they're, they're not a good team and they're not you know they won that playoff game last year and what happened six days later they lost by 30 to Philly they're not Philly they're not even Dallas who just lost by 30 to they're, they're not even that
0: so, so is I don't, there any is there any like quick fixes right now that you could do? Can None. you sign Lyle Collins or like trade for? Miss uh, them two they
1: can sign. They can sign Lyle Collins. That's fine. It's still. I don't know how they operate. Like I really don't know how they operate. There's no one on that team, and honestly, a lot of it goes back to the general manager. All the you know John Michael Schmitz, the rookie center, is good, but he's hurt now. But like. You know, the guys that he's picked up on the offensive line since he's been there have been terrible. They have Josh Azudu playing for Andrew Thomas, and he's a horrendous left tackle. Like, (laughs) so I really don't know what they do now other than I would wave the white flag now. Really? Yes. Like, there's there's no, like, there's just no sort of next step to get where they want to be with who they have in the organization right now. Like, the GM's not going anywhere. Dable's not going anywhere. The coordinators, you know, it's going to depend on the rest of the year. Maybe there's a switch there, especially at offensive coordinator. But, like, you know, where do you go with this roster? It's not a good roster at all. They have no good players. They have no receivers. The entire fan base made such a hoopla about Isaiah Hodgins being, you know, the next great underrated. Jalen it's Hyatt nothing. too.
2: Not much yeah. for how good he was in college. Not much.
1: No, they, it's, they can't even, they can't even throw to him because they only use him for, as a deep threat and they can't even, they don't, he has, there's no time. No time. Yeah, even... Every
2: time he's in there, everyone knows where he's going and it's, it's weird Yeah, for how productive he was in college to not try something out with him. When yeah. he, again, you need a passing game. You need to start trying new things out and they're just not,
1: yeah, I no. saw a, it's, it's, uh, I
0: saw a mock draft where you uh, the Bears were selecting at one took Caleb Williams and the Giants were at three getting Marvin Harrison Jr. How how would you feel about that, Ryan? Is it just it's not even remotely enough to get where you need no, to be?
1: It, it it no it's not it's not remotely enough. I mean there, I don't think there's really remotely enough at this point where you need to make some sort of big move and like get really? the quarterback. Yeah. As I said, you could think Daniel's not the main problem and, like, you know, and still, like, and I think Daniel's one of the main problems. But, like, you could not think that and still have the betterment of the franchise's long-term outlook in mind. Like, you cannot not think Daniel's, like, the main problem and still say, oh, if they get, you know, if they're in the mix to get a new quarterback, go and get him. That's where I am right now. Like, I think Daniel's the main problem. I'm not going to put 100% of the blame on him because he doesn't deserve 100% of the blame. But if there is a guy that I would dream of the Giants getting this offseason, whether it's a rookie or free agent, it's, it's Caleb Williams.
3: Yeah. You have yeah, to, I feel you like have, the Giants, to...
2: there's only gonna... a few quarterbacks who could turn the Giants into a playoff team right now. You're right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's too many pieces. You can't. There's like You need so to make that big move.
1: World. You need to make that big move. Like, and if they're in the position to do that, then, like, they have to.
2: Yeah, I think, I I hope, best case scenario for me, I feel like you're saying there's so many teams who really want a quarterback and they really want Caleb Williams specifically. Absolute dream scenario is that the Panthers win zero or one games or something this year and they get that number one pick and we decide we want to keep fields with the Bears. Oh, my God. I mean, the the amount teams are going to offer us for Caleb Williams would be out of control. So yeah. it's it's more than likely going to end up with a team who needs a quarterback. Um, it usually goes that way, but if the yeah. Bears could find a way to steal that, and they could they could get unprecedented amounts of picks for it.
1: Oh yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to give up. Uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, Atlanta is going to go after them. Still though. <laughs> I don't know, cause like, cause like Chicago won a game. You mean? Yeah, like cause Chicago won a game. He's on fire right now. Yeah, like Chicago could jump is winning. Into the Bears, but yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, now, I see what you mean. Atlanta's not really in a position where they're even looking at the playoffs, right? So right, they're like, yeah. why would we be trading for a quarterback? But no, jumping in the Bears, Fields looks amazing. And again, did it in the first half. First half against the Broncos, he threw for three touchdowns. First half against uh, the Commanders, he threw for three touchdowns. That's insane for his half. He's got eight touchdowns thrown in the past two games. That's the most in the NFL. I think he's tied for second most passing touchdowns in the NFL right now. People do not talk about him that way. I don't know. Yeah. And the defense, the defense was the biggest thing for me. They held the Commanders to three points. I know it's the Commanders, but they just took Philly to overtime. Like, they were 2-2 two and two going into the game. They're not that bad of a team where, like, other teams weren't abusing them the way the Bears abused them. So... It's scary. It's, it's the first time we've won a game since last October. And I don't know how teams could consistently win games because I'm already talking playoffs again. That's all it took for me to start talking playoffs. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the roadmap to 6-6, six and six, and once you're 6-6, six and six, anything could happen. you got to find a way to get nine wins. Anything could happen. And looking at our schedule, I don't know how you guys do it because we won one game in a year. And I'm like, we got it. We got the playoffs. We're a wild card team. That's crazy, but again, <laughs> okay. look at our schedule. We got Vikings next, and I think we got the Raiders after that. Yeah, it is so easy to home. talk myself into uh, getting up to five hundred. So I don't even you know, know how teams win games.
1: To. Honestly, yeah. I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even. True. I don't even know how teams build. Te- I don't even know how uh, front offices build teams to win games anymore. Because I haven't. I haven't seen it <laughs> in like years, dude. I,
2: it's been since last October for me. Dude, I you can't did. believe
1: it was over a calendar year, right? For
2: I think I think we just beat it. I think it was yeah, like yeah. October twentieth of last year. Oh, uh, like okay. Got it. it. Got it. Got it. Did you
1: see
0: the? you see we the
2: commanders
0: ruining everybody's streaks? Like the Bears' winless streak and the Ravens' preseason streak and all these, uh, <laughs> the, all okay. these different streaks. They just they always end up breaking. Just the funniest meme ever. Commanders
2: um, are just digging oh, yeah. for stats right now. They oh, really one are. thing, one other thing I'll say about that is, um, Commanders didn't pick up Chase Young's fifth-year option, and at the time, everyone thought Chase Young was on the trade block. They're Just looking at where's he going to go, that's all everyone was asking this offseason. Where's he going to go? He was everywhere against the Bears. Like the Commanders yeah. screwed up not signing him early because now they're going to have to pay him a ton or lose him. I mean, he was everywhere. He was running laterally with Justin Fields. It was out of control. So he's, if he keeps this up, he's going to get a huge paycheck at the end of this year.
0: The Bears are, what, one in, one in, four, one in four right four now? now. Yeah. And what do you think? What's your, what's your week five, week six? What's, what's going to be the end record for the Bears based on how you're feeling right now and the schedule you have coming up? What do you think the, the Bears are going to
2: end with? I think best-case scenario, we get nine wins. I think worst-case scenario, probably about four. Our schedule is so easy. I don't think there's any, like, again, I don't want to get too excited about putting up a bunch of points on the Broncos and commanders, but it means something. They're still NFL defenses. And again, the both teams have aspects of their defense that are good. But again, we get the Vikings this week, the Raiders next week, the Vikings have no momentum. They're one and four. They just lost Jefferson. Yeah. Looks like he's also extremely unhappy with the team. Again, I think the Vikings, if if they lose to the Bears, they could be in a position to get rid of Kirk Cousins, join the tank bowl, yeah. and look look to draft someone. So they're a team with no momentum. We're a team that's desperate and finally has a little bit of hope. I think we could win this week. I think, again, Devontae, that's all they were talking about in the Raiders-Packers game, was Devontae's got to see more targets. He's out there being yeah. a decoy. He started half-assing some routes. Um I don't know what their momentum is going to look like in two weeks. I know that they ended up winning the game, but you don't want to put your stars in a bad mood. So I don't know. I, I think I kept saying we got an easy four game stretch coming. won the first game of that stretch. So it's, let's see what we can do and go from there. You get up to three and four and then who knows? Don't that's look a too good, far ahead, but <laughs>
0: that's a good start. Right. Justin Jefferson might sit out for the, I saw someone say he might sit out for the rest of the year if the if the Vikings lose drop like the next three or four or something well, how like this. I don't know Just because like projected it out. No, because he's still waiting on a contract. He still hasn't signed a big contract. Yeah. So now why would injured, he want to come back so... to a losing team? If they're right. like one in seven or not even one in second it would be one in eight, one in nine, or two in, you know, seven, whatever when he comes back, he Absolutely. might look at that and say, Why the hell would I come back now? I'm not paid. I could risk a serious injury. I mean, his agent's probably going to say, fuck it, just sit out. You know, it's... Oh, yeah. I think,
2: I think that conversation's going to start happening you know, as know. we get closer I, to I him know. being back. I He's never, like... enough, and in injuries... Hamstring injuries are scary. You don't want to rush back from those, too.
1: I just don't know if, like... I don't know, when is... Like, Le'Veon Bell is really the last player we saw do that, right? Kind of? Like, for an extended period of time. So, like, I don't... I don't know if he would, if he was healthy... I feel like it's a lot to do that. Like, it's a lot of, like, I have no idea because I don't play, obviously. But, like, I, yeah. there's a lot of, like, I feel like mental toll that goes into that. Like, putting the foot forward and saying, I am not playing. Like, people say they're going to do that every year. Every single contract dispute has that. And yeah. we're like, I'm not going to go to training camp. But, like, and you see some players not go to training camp. but And then they end up signing before the regular season, whether it's Nick Bosa or whoever. Like, and they end up showing up. I don't, I, it'd be, it'd be very different to see someone do it like seven games in or whatever. He's coming back or yeah, I guess he's out for four now automatically. So it'd be like game number nine, week 10 ish yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I think uh, Kirk Cousins, if somehow, some way he gets traded, I, I think that'd be the only way. Cause I yeah. think he's on the last year of his con at least the last guaranteed year of his contract. Um, I don't I, know. I think if the Vikings fall to one and six, they got to start making some tough choices. No, oh, for
0: sure. The thing is, um, with the with the Jets, so we're we're two and three right now, right? It would be totally different if we were one and four. Two and three, there's there's a little bit of hope. Just because everything was oh, yeah. already against Zach, right? Because the Zach narrative would get much worse if we're one and four, especially after losing to the Broncos. That would have been such a heartbreaking loss for us. Right. Um, now we play the Eagles, so we could either be two and four at the bye. Yikes! So it's at home. We could be two and four at the bye, or we could be three and three at the bye, which is like two completely different mindsets going into bye weeks. Um, oh, and what's yeah. crazy is Zach is Zach's had twenty four starts prior to the Chiefs and the um, the Broncos game. He only passed for a completion percentage of over seventy percent one time in those twenty four starts. The past two starts against the Chiefs and the Broncos, he's done it twice. So people are starting to see progress a little bit, and they're starting we're starting to get that false hope again. Is it false or is it legitimate? Well, I think we'll find out when he goes up against like a, a crazy good defense in the Eagles. Obviously, not as good as last year, because um, I think the Eagles took a step back from their deep from a defensive perspective from last year. But right. um, this is going to be a huge test for Zach. And you know, we just lost Elijah Vera Tucker on the line. Dwayne Efforts. Brown's on injured reserve. I mean, he wasn't playing well anyway in the beginning of the year. Match, Max Mitchell's coming back. I think Joe Tittman went out of the game, our, our second-round signing from, from uh, Wisconsin or, or Wisconsin, yeah. Um, so uh, there's a lot of talk that Makai Becton's going to move from left tackle to right tackle, which wouldn't be smart, and then we'll put Dwayne Brown back at left tackle. There's some talk about maybe bringing in Lyle Collins. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be really tough to see how we handle this offensive line stuff with Elijah Vera Tucker tearing his Achilles, arguably our best lineman um, over the past few years, and and he tore his tricep in Denver last year too, and he was out for the season. So it's the the Denver curse. I don't know what it is. It, it kills us, and it's grass too. So it, it's it's yeah. really a really questionable. But I think we'll find out a lot about Zach this week, uh, going up against that defensive line in, in the eagles and and see you know with our beat up offensive line can he actually withstand the pressure and you know is he going to throw four picks like he's done you know in years past against you know tough patriots teams or is he going to step up and you know are we gonna, are we going to put 20 points on the board because if you look at it we won 31 21 i think against the broncos 31 yeah. 21 yeah our defense scored nine points in that game our defense keeps scoring right. for us. It masks some of our offensive inefficiencies. Like the first three drives that the Jets had were all shit. You know, throwing the ball on first down, three and outs. Like it was not good. And then all of a sudden, Nathaniel Hockett said, you know what, screw this. We're going to feed Brees. And we just started feeding him. And it, I, can, I, mean, I can't believe this guy. Brees, Brees is all coming unreal, off an dude. ACL injury. Dude, he's one of the best running backs in the league.
2: Absolutely,
0: He's easily top 10, easily top 10. I have no doubt in my mind. This dude's running behind, you know, one of the bottom half offensive lines in the league, and he's making something out of nothing every single time. We need to continue to feed Brees. I'd like to see a little bit more out of Dalvin Cook. I think we're starting to utilize Michael Carter a little bit more, um, especially, you know, in, in, in the past game. And McCole Hardman's not being used, so now there's a lot of trade speculation because he's had like one catch for six yards. So maybe he goes back to the Chiefs. I don't know. Maybe it's a. I, I mean, I doubt we would ever do like a, a lineman swap or or something like that for McCole Hardman, but maybe you know a late round pick or a pick swap, something like that, could be in the mix. But uh, yeah, this is this is a huge game against the Eagles. We're going to be two and four at the bye or three and three. So it's uh, it'll be a a season defining game, I think, because going into a bye week. You know, with with two and four is way different than three and three. So,
1: dude, did did the you, other
2: thing, go ahead, Ryan.
0: No, I was
1: gonna say they had over eleven million dollars in guaranteed money in healthy scratches yesterday in uh, on Sunday, Ooh. because Carl Lawson was also a healthy scratch. Yeah, he's yeah, dude. That's that's eight million right I there. I didn't even I mean, mention least, Carl Lawson. Yeah, at least according to whoever Schefter probably, but they had eleven point six million dollars. I want to say. In guaranteed money that was healthy scratched on Sunday. It's like listen, I understand there are certain players. McCole Hardman might be one of those players. I don't see why Carl Lawson should be a healthy scratch in any game. No. Like, you know, ridiculous. if you're gonna if you're gonna pay someone that much you paid him. Yeah. he is going to be part of the game plan through and through against any team, any scenario, any game. So the fact that he's now, and this is not the first, he, isn't this like the second game he's been healthy scratched? Pretty sure Carl Lawson was a healthy scratch. Yeah, it was the
0: first or second game. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, so it's just like, you know, it's one of those things where is the coaching staff that unique and that does the coaching staff play that much to its strengths where they're willing to make guys healthy scratches that are supposed to be big parts of the offense? Or, you know, is this like, is it them going, is this, is this them backtracking on moves Joe Douglas made like two and a half years ago? Like, is it really, is it like, you know, maybe some of the moves he made, you know, in Zach's first year last year, weren't better, weren't the best for this team. Cause uh, you know, it, Carl Lawson's the, how Carl Lawson is portrayed for this team and how much he's getting paid. He should be one of the more productive pass rushers in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and absolutely. for him to not even—it doesn't—it doesn't even matter if it's against Denver. It—it it doesn't matter who it's against. For him to be a healthy scratch, I don't think that's good news for he- right. for Carl Lawson. Like, I, I yeah. just—you—if you're get—if if they're willing to pay you that much to stay off the field, like. Then something's something's wrong with Carl Lawson Hel- right now. I- healthy scratch is simply you're on the trade
0: block, in my opinion. That's that's oh, always what it's been for me. I think so too. I, yeah, I never understood the uh, Will McDonald being you know a healthy scratch or first round pick. I think your first round picks have to be playing at some capacity. Not healthy scratches. Get in a few plays. Get acclimated to the speed of the game. Whatever it is, you have to get on the field. Carl Lawson being a healthy scratch when we paid him a boatload of money, you know, two years ago, and then you know, as soon as we paid him, he had a season-ending injury, and you know, now he finally has an opportunity to to make something happen. It's crazy, it really is, and and, and I mm-hmm. think we do have to, I think we have to offload him and, and try to get something for him, especially offensively. I think offensively, we we need some answers at offensive line. I don't know how that works, but do I, you think, think they offload a, yeah, him now? Like I think we, all, as soon as possible. Yeah, and I don't think do he, he's not like a lo- locker room cancer or anything like that. Him and him and Hardman, there's no, there's no peeps out of the locker room. There's no like, mm-hmm. it's not like Elijah Moore last year who was like verbally going out and like upset with his targets and things like that. McCole um, Hardman, we signed him. Like I said, he had one catch, six yards. Xavier Gibson, who we signed, uh, if you remember, Hard Knocks, he returned the uh, the punt for a touchdown against the Bills. He's starting to pick up the plays that we thought McCall Hardman was going to have he fumbled he muffed two pumps last week believe it or not but it looks like we're going to give him the McCall Hardman spot this year so I, I do think we're going to get rid of McCall Hardman too and it's just there's a lot of head scratching moves by the by the Jets um by Joe Douglas in maybe it's a practice thing maybe they don't like what they see out of it but we need it we need to get something for these guys if we're going to have any sort of chance at the playoffs which is most people would have us at slim to none right now
2: at this point is Zach Wilson who you're going with going forward
0: uh based based on the Kansas City Chiefs game and the fact that we won against the Broncos he's guaranteed his spot for the near future meaning the next like 3 or 4 games he's solidified his spot I'm, i think
2: the more i think about it i don't know who you can get that's not him Kirk Cousins that's, that's... if
0: he uh if the Vikings start to really play bad but then it's like all right well we have Kirk Cousins what are we going to do with that Aaron Rodgers coming back? Yeah, how do you it, it sign him no that? You sign That's why I wish we could, to... like, I wish we could loan players. I wish we could, you know, yeah. if it was, like, the Premier League or La Liga or whatever, we could just, you know, throw people on loan for a year because that would be perfect for Carl Lawson and McCall Hartman instead of having to give them up. But what what were some of your biggest surprises uh, for Week 5? I know mine, personally, was the Patriots putting up a fat zero at home against the Saints I think that's crazy. That offense is playing so poorly.
3: So, and, and you so go and bad. you get They're Bill so O'Brien bad. and you
0: think that you think that they would have some sort of spark offensively, get Juju Smith, that's kind of a you know a question. Get Micah Sicky. Um, they get rid of Jacoby Myers. And you bring in Ezekiel Elliott, who's not even getting that many touches. Like I really don't know what the offensive game plan is for the Patriots, and obviously Bill Belichick's doing his best like Greg Popovich impersonation where he barely answers a question, and you know you really have no idea if they're going to stick with Mac after this year. Are they going to stick with Bill after this year? I just think that franchise is really going downhill fast, and I did not expect to see that with the defense that they have. I thought their defense was one of the best defenses in the league, but they're turning into the Broncos' defense of last year, which is a lot of talent, and... Yep. They're just kind of like losing hope because their offense is not doing Jack.
3: Um, Dude,
2: they're, they're another team. I feel like there's a bunch of teams like this giants, Patriots, Vikings, who thought they had their guy. They they thought they had someone they could trust in center. And right now they're thinking, we should just tank and draft someone high. Like Mac Jones. He came into the league as a rookie. I think they were in the playoffs his, his rookie year. And they really thought they had something there. And yeah. He's gotten worse and worse every year. I don't know what it is the system or if they're just not serving on the game. Not, I guess his receivers do suck, but he looks terrible.
1: Yeah. He, you know what's crazy? The stat I saw is that he's now throwing more. He's not, He's now throwing as many pick sixes at Gillette Stadium as we did, did. Yeah. in 20 years. So it took, <laughs> what was Tom? 20 years? So it took him 20 years to throw four. And Mac already has four. And let's not forget, Mac has missed time, too. Like, it's not like... I mean, Mac Mac missed a good amount of time probably last year, right? I forget how many games... uh, But he missed, like, what? A couple games at least last year? So, nuts. I honestly... I didn't really think... I didn't really have it in my head that, like, what Belichick would do after this year until, like, recently. But, like, I, I don't know if he retires... I feel like his ego is way too big, and he, he doesn't want to go
2: out like this.
1: He's gonna go like fifty more years if it, if it, if, 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 if it, if it gets him a Super Bowl, like just one oh, yeah. more, like. Yeah. And Dude,
2: I, with the no, the quarterbacks in this draft class too. Every coach right now in this position thinks they could turn it around. There's like eight really good quarterbacks in this draft class. Frank, I got a couple other game surprises. Go ahead. One. Blown away by how bad these Ravens receivers are. Yeah. Someone put together a montage of all the drives. To, it's like, what is crazy? Lamar had to go in that locker room and, like, no, everyone probably was scared to talk to him after yeah. letting him down like that. I mean, they should have had 30 points in that game. They should have. And they ended up with, what, 10? That was like, embarrassing. I, I couldn't believe it. And it was guys who are usually good. Like, Zay Flowers has been having a great yeah. year. He looked, to, everyone looked so bad. I felt bad for Lamar. That's got to be tough. They had every right to win that game easy. Somehow the Steelers played good.
0: Somehow the Steelers managed to get another division win, like, out of the blue. When you think, like, the fact that they won the Browns game was crazy to me. And the fact that they won this Ravens game, granted it was at sure, Hines, whatever you want to call it, and the crowd behind them. But, I mean, Lamar Jackson literally had a couple of, maybe even a few touchdowns where his receivers just dropped the ball or a couple of first downs where it ices the game. Crazy.
2: That's, Dude, they that's basically, ridiculous. They were in a let's run the clock out, win this game 10-8 to 8 position within the two-minute warning. Yeah. And then they had to give it up, and somehow the Steelers scored twice. Deep pass to George Pickens. I'm like, I could not believe it. I'm like, that's an ugly win for the Ravens. Lamar's going to be pissed at his receivers, but you walk out with the win, who cares? And then yeah. their defense blows it. And their defense is I mean, they were so solid all game, everything, the Ravens just handed away that game when Lamar played great. And for the most of the game, the defense played great. That's a really, really tough loss for the Ravens. And it's gonna kill some team chemistry, I think, going forward. I agree. Um, That one, and then Jaguars-Bills. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he was in trouble. The Bills were putting pressure on him a lot of that game. And he was playing like a madman. He was hitting throws on the run. Throwing guys open, Trevor Lawrence looked extremely elite in that game. Um, I know we'll talk power rankings, but Jaguars are making a push right now. Yeah, um,
0: the, I, I will say with with Trevor Lawrence, the there were some points in that game where he looked really good, and there were other times in the game like where he was getting sacked. Like he just tries to get the ball away. Like sometimes it's better to just take the sack then risk losing the ball. he lost dude, the ball I, a couple of times.
2: I think I know the exact one you're talking about too. There was yeah, one dude. really, really ugly one. Yeah. Um, well the one last thing I'll throw in on that game is the Bills are in trouble with their defense. Their defense has looked elite a lot of this year and they now their injuries are starting to stack up. They got injuries really all across their defense. Matt uh-huh. Milano was hurt. I think a couple guys on the defensive line are hurt. Like the Bills' defense was loaded and looking so good early on, but these injuries—I think a couple of them are season-ending. Yeah. It's going to make right. it tough. Because I mean, I thought the Bills, especially with how they've looked some of these games, great chance to make it to the Super Bowl. But without some of those key guys on defense, they got a tough road. I agree.
0: They just signed uh, Josh Norman. Josh Norman's back. Oh
2: really?
1: I, what do you
0: think of that, Ryan?
1: Dude, the OG, the OG Odell hater. Yeah. Oh my God. Dude, those Odell matchups would've... used to be so fun. Odell would have ended that entire rivalry by just catching that first pass in the Giants Panthers game like eight years ago. He dropped it on the first possession. Yeah, it
0: was it for him. a touchdown, wasn't
1: it? Literally, literally at the goal line, he would have. It would have been everyone. W- we would have shut up right then and there. Odell wins the argument, and no, he drops it, and then he. I thought in real time he made a good block on Norman, and then you check the replay, and he totally speared him oh, in the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, good. oh, they flagged him. He Odell made a great block, and you showed the replay. He spears him. I'm like, yeah, okay, then. it's a, never mind. It's a suspension. Um, I didn't. I no. I literally like in real time. I didn't even see like his head. Like it was at like, a yeah. certain angle. Like I didn't see him spear. Oh, the angle is uh, horrible. Nor- but he Oh, dude, doing a step over, so didn't he?
0: He ended up stepping over in in them. Yes, uh, yes, he did. Yeah, he
1: did end up, because the Giants almost came. That was when the Panthers were really good that one year. And the Giants almost came back and beat them, and they did the step over. They are like boys, though. They ended up being tight, I think. Um, Because they ended up, like, I don't know. He ended up going to Washington, Norman did, and they played, like, twice and whatever. Honestly, Norman was the guy at corner for about seven months. And then he was back to. He he was really not good at all. Because they got rid of him. Like, he was gone the next year. They didn't even re sign him. Yeah. So, like, he was. I don't know. Norman was. He got the Derrick Henry stiff arm. (laughs) The viral uh,
0: stiff arm where he just. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was bad. Last time he was a Bill.
3: (laughs)
1: That was bad. I wonder if they play the (laughs) Titans.
0: Do they play the Titans? I don't
3: know. I might have to post
1: that if they do. When's the last Just time Norman people. was even in the league? Was he in the league? Was Norman in the league last year? I don't even know if he was. I don't even know. I don't remember. I
2: can't think of who he played for.
1: He hasn't been. He hasn't been elite in a long time. He was basically elite for about, as I said, six seven months. But
0: yeah. we can uh, we can jump stop, into get, these that power entire now. That,
1: yeah, not, not to, to die, like, but that, that entire Carolina team was pretty elite though. But go on yeah basically best I mean, I mean,
0: 2015? is that super Bowl year or no
1: well, yeah when they lost to denver, yeah that entire Carolina team was pretty stacked it yeah, was like pink <laughs> Luke
2: kookly too that oh, yeah. that
1: was like cam that was m v p cam that was when like nobody could stop cam and then everybody started stopping him again uh literally the following year actually, that Super Bowl they started stopping him really
0: I got my power rankings up here. this is updated for you know heading into week six. I dropped the All Bills right. to three, so there's, I still have them ahead of the Jaguars. Um, the Ravens I dropped from four to five. I think I think the Ravens are still one of the top teams in the AFC. I think that was just kind of a, a fluke game with their receivers, just not helping Lamar Jackson out whatsoever. Uh, the The teams I don't have on here that you can make an argument for for the AFC – would be the Raiders, the Bengals, the Titans, and I. I, I wrote down the Jets, but I'm, let's be real—I'm not going to say the Jets here because we're probably going to lose next week, and that's that might be it. Um, but would you? Would you put the Bengals on this list anywhere? I'd put the Bengals t- in
2: over the Colts. Ten. You put the,
0: you put the Bengals at ten. You put them in over the Colts. Nine or
2: nine or ten. I, dude, I could. I could talk myself into as high as seven. Just out really? of, I mean, they, they finally look good on offense, which they need, and I don't know. I just think about if if the Bengals played any of those seven through ten teams, what's the spread? Yeah,
1: I don't. I, I could. I think they're talk fav- myself
2: into the Bengals being favored in all four of those games.
1: I think they're favored against uh, the Chargers if they're at home. Even the Chargers, that, you'd say? Yeah, I'd say I'd say if the Bengals were at home against the uh, the Chargers, that's like Bengals are like minus two and a half, but you need to, you need to take into account, like if the home team probably gets around like two and a half, three. So they would need, they would need to be, I I think if they're on the road, they're about like a one point underdog. They're right there with chargers because like they they weren't great. The first four games uh, Cincinnati was, but like, you know, I don't even think the chargers are that great uh, just overall. So like I think if you get the Bengals on their best day, that's like a seven-point win over the Chargers.
2: I could I could definitely work with what you have right now. Yeah, dude. The so Chargers what? the Chargers are very close to having a different narrative though. I think they lost by they lost by like two points to the Dolphins to open the season, and then they had what? Then they have an overtime loss against someone else. Titans. Like they're they lost to the Titans. The, yeah, that's right. They're so yeah. close to. I mean, if they're three and one. They're definitely getting talked about a little bit differently, and they're so yeah. close to being three and one. Um, but, but defend. given what they've done, yeah, given what those top fives have shown, top five teams. So we agree. So I we agree, agree with like the top, top five. Looks.
0: We we agree with the Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills, Jags, and Ravens at the top five teams in the AFC. Forget about the I order. I agree with the whole AFC you, right now. You agree with uh, the whole? What, do you, what about you, Ryan? What do you list. like? Or what like don't you it.
1: like? Yeah, no, I know. I know. I like that. Yeah. So
0: I we're like taking the Colts out. Something, Colts are three and two. We're taking them
1: about, out. Something about. Yeah, that I. still... Yeah. I mean. Well they, now,
0: because
3: he's oh, out. Anthony Richardson's Richardson. out.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay. He's and they win
2: games so ugly. Like That's I true. don't think they're a team who could beat many good teams. Um, I think he's
1: a good. I think he's going to be. A, he's going to prove to be a good coach, uh, Steichen. Because I still think they can operate without Richardson. But I think there's that. I don't know if that roster is, like, I don't know that roster doesn't really catch my eyes compared to other AFC rosters. All Although right, I too. do think they have the best. They they have the best. Be, they have the best backup uh situation. I think in the NFL. Oh, with Gardner Minshew. I think, I I think like... Minshew's I think would love Gardner Minshew. If Gardner Minshew was on the Jets, there it's it, Zach isn't even like Zach's an afterthought right now.
0: Yeah. Like, ah, uh, dude, you would be surprised. You would be surprised. I'm telling you right now you would be surprised. He would still be starting Zach over Gardner yeah. Minshew, and I would have been calling for Gardner Minshew after the Patriots
1: game. Dude, I would have been calling for the been. Jets to trade for Gardner Minshew I said before I said Anthony Rich Dalton yeah. and
0: Minshew were like the two top ones for me, because Dalton is just quick. You know, he's he's I think mm-hmm. he's one of the best QBs in the league on short passes, believe it or not. Um, you know, we just need a safe pair of hands. You know, somebody who who's a veteran, who understands offenses, something basic, you know, not gonna do anything crazy, need nothing not. flashy, just run the plays. Andy Dalton's a perfect guy. Gardner Minshew gives you a little spice. I would have went with either of them, and of course we didn't trade for either of them, and they both had to play and step up for the rookie QBs being out for a week. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe it's because hey, they think, were playing. I That's think, what it was. But go ahead, Ryan. I
1: I think Jameis is in that conversation as well. Like Jameis. No, nah, no. Like I legitimately like I think you know when you have I think that Jameis as a backup is one of the best backup situations to have. I think
0: you know, I, would, I would group. I would group Jameis and Carson Wentz together, and then I would group Gardner Minshew and Andy Dalton together. In terms of which which way do you want to go? Do you want to go for the the hit or miss, or do you want to go with the safe seven and ten at worst, nine and eight? Right. Yeah, because Versus Jameis does Jameis have the Jameis and Carson, where you could go five and twelve, or you could go you know eleven and six off of crazy shit. You know, for like 12. just Who else is in there? stupid luck.
2: Another what? backup you, you love is Taylor
1: Heineke. Oh, dude, I, mean, he, I like He's Taylor going Heineke. out
2: there willing to die every time he's on the field.
1: Well, let's be honest. I mean, the Giants have a pretty good backup situation, too. I would take Tyrod like Taylor Tyron. over a number I would of take, backups. Oh, I 100%. love Tyrod.
0: I think Tyrod's great. He just gets injured. That's that's his only flaw.
2: Absolutely, yeah, but yeah. Poor guy buy can't the, stay healthy. By the trainers.
1: Yeah, poor guy, too. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. There's been a number. You know, Tyrod Taylor, it sucks for him because – I think there's a number of teams that Tyra Taylor could just, like, start on now. Like, oh, yeah. teams that are not going to, like, try to contend for playoffs, but teams that are in bridge years, like, who would totally benefit. Maybe not, and honestly, I don't even think benefit, like, in the long term when it comes to, like, draft position for next year. Because, honestly, I think Tyrod could probably win you a couple games. Like, yeah. it's, it's like Jameis or, like, Minshew. Or, like, how Fitzmagic was. Like, he's yeah. gonna win you a couple games here and there. Because, like, it's just, like, that experience. So, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, when 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 Aaron went down, I was like, yo, you gotta call Indianapolis before Anthony Richardson goes down, too. Because you need that, you need, go, <laughs> like, get Minshew on your team to win some games. Yeah. Um, no, but... That's funny you brought yeah, that up. Yeah, I don't up. know. Um, we could,
0: we could jump over it. Let's jump over to the NFC. I think the first two are, are set in stone, the 49ers and the Eagles. Uh, Dude,
2: the 49ers look like they might be the best team I've ever watched.
0: Oh, they're, they're stacked. They're stacked. They're
2: unbelievable. And Brock Purdy is looking way very better good. than what like, the way he got talked about last year. Like He's making plays. He's throwing guys open. He doesn't look like just this very safe facilitator right now. I agree. And, the rest of their team, you don't even have to say it, every position group is loaded with just superstars. So I, I don't see any scenario when the Chiefs or Dolphins or Bills or Eagles beat the 49ers if the 49ers are healthy. I mean, last year it took Christian McCaffrey playing quarterback for them to lose to the Eagles. Yeah. So this year they look even better. It's, it's out of control.
1: I love Purdy, and I think the reason that's got me to love Purdy is like just picture Trey Lance starting for this team right now. I don't think they would be what they I know. agree. Yeah. I think there's a chance they'd be five and zero because I think they have such a good roster and coaching staff, and it's really just such a complete team. But I don't know if they're beating Dallas by thirty two with Trey Lance under center. I, 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 I agree. just he fits the system so well. It's almost like Tua, like. They fit the system so well, you'd think that team would be otherworldly good if they had a better quarterback, but like, what they, those two guys right. are asked to do for their respective teams, they, they're very capable of doing. And so it's just like, they just basically fulfill the requirements of the job description and they're good. <laughs> like, and all of a sudden they're 5-0 and and probably going to at least get to, I, I, that, the NFC Championship game is going to be those two teams. Right. Yeah. There. Yeah. And it's going to be the game of the year. And I can't fucking wait for it. Like, yeah. it's really going to be an insane game that NFC championship unless, you know, a quarterback gets hurt again. But like, which let's hope doesn't happen because like that would have been an awesome game last year. I, I think San Francisco probably would have had a shot, too. Um, but. I don't know. Oh, yeah. They were winning in that game, weren't they? Before he got Mm married? Yeah. And Purdy just fits that system so well, and I really do trust Shanahan. Um, I think there is a ton of coaches that try to act like Shanahan, which I think is a testament to how good of a coach he is. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I wonder what, like, the type of contract Purdy would get if he was up for an extension like this offseason.
2: Dude, how do the 49ers even have money? I don't know where that money is coming from. Yeah, Not to
1: the – well, they, they, they're paying the quarterback the cheapest thing. Purdy's going yeah. back to his – like, Purdy's probably got a similar apartment to me. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, or seriously. I think he's got a roommate. I think he's really, got, a really?
1: I think it's yeah, got a roommate, yeah. probably. I mean, I don't know what, like – I don't know what the minimum – I don't know what, like, Mr. Irrelevant gets paid or, like, seventh-rounders, uh, what, the what like, those guarantees are.
0: I think it's, like, um, nine hundred.
1: And they can't, yeah, nine hundred K.
0: Yeah. Huh,
1: dude, Pretty Bosa could so, throw him
2: a James. million. Trent Williams could throw him a million. They got yeah, those get those him, guys. Fred the, Warner. That, that should McCaffrey. be the Christmas. That, that should be the
1: Christmas in. gift. Like you know how like quarterbacks get like their offensive line Christmas gifts. Like it should one hundred percent be the yeah. opposite.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, get get Purdy his own apartment. They're yeah. Get him his
0: security so well.
3: deposit.
0: <laughs> they're playing so well that people forget that they traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance. Like, that's how well they're playing. The fact that people, that's not talked about enough, is that they just offloaded Trey Lance, who they literally spent everything for, just to get rid of him and, and take Mr. Irrelevant here. It's You have to be playing so well, and the, the vision and, like, the... the I don't know, everybody's kind of thoughts on the team and where they're going to end up has to be so high for you to get away with that. If that's the Jets and, you know, you're 2-3, and which kind of we're in a similar situation. We just didn't trade up. We just sucked the year before. You know, it's Robert Sala and Joe Douglas would be on the hottest seats possible if that was us. Um, So, yeah, it's a testament to how well they're playing. Dude, I –
1: and I know – We've drifted away from Giants, but uh, just bringing up hot seat—you know who would be on the hot seat right now if he didn't make the playoffs last year—is Brian Dable, one hundred and fifty million percent. Like Brian Dable, first be calling. year. No, if I'm saying if he didn't make the playoffs last year,
3: oh, if he didn't make, saying, if he didn't oh, yeah, squeak yeah. in the
1: playoffs last year as a nine-win team, right this second they would be calling for his job. Yeah, one and say, four, oh, just yeah. lost another like... double-digit loss. In this town, hundred percent they'd be they'd be calling for him to be gone. He gets and they a might in like year, two weeks. I think, dude. I don't know he's... if he does. I think in three really? weeks if they're still this bad and he's still this testy because he's getting testy in like the post game press conference. He's getting a little upset. He is. I think he if is. it's sort it's sort of like getting Joe Judge territory. If they're so, they'll be one in five after Sunday because there's not a chance in hell they're beating Buffalo. The following game, I think they have maybe the Commanders. They if they go one and six, oh, he's 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 screwed, absolutely. And and losing Somebody's to the Commanders go. too. Go.
3: It's not going to be, be him right
1: away. It's not going to be him right away, and he probably won't go. He's not he's not going to go this year. But I'm saying, as far as like the the general narrative amongst the media, fan base, and just like the city alone, is that like get him out. Damn. He's going. It's it's literally it's Joe Judge territory right now. With just how bad they've been losing, how much they've regressed, how testy he's getting, how it seems he doesn't have the grasp that like he did last year on this team, and it doesn't seem like they have things figured out as much as they did last year. They just don't seem as prepared. Like you talk about hot seats, like Dable's. It's getting pretty warm
0: already. Yeah. Kyle, who was the, uh, the Toronto Raptors head coach that got fired after winning Coach of the Year in the same the nurse, season? Nick, Nick Nurse. Was it Nick Nurse? I thought it was the
1: one before him. Yeah, yeah. The, oh. Yeah. You might be right Oh, no, because LeBron, Le, they, they, he won Coach of the Year, and LeBron, like, dicked him in four games. So, like, <laughs> he, like yeah. he got caught. So, I, I mean, I guess it's... It was, I mean, yeah, That this would, it, this it would wasn't, be more it realistic. Wasn't Nick this Nervous. would be
0: more understanding. Um a little. I, gotta oh look no, I it think up. it
2: is Nurse, right?
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was, uh, God, let me look up, let me look up the Raptors head coaches, but what do you guys think about you this are, list other than the first two? Lions, Seahawks, Cowboys, I have at three, four, and five. Are we, do we like that? Would we swap Lions, Seahawks when you think the Cowboys drop too far? What are your thoughts on this? By the way, Who's you're the talking, you're
1: talking Dwayne Casey. You're talking Dwayne Casey by the way for uh you're right it is I just look yeah you're absolutely right it is Dwayne Casey that's why he was there he was there for like seven he was there for seven years one coach of the year they got swept and fired (laughs) yeah like such a it's like like, getting promoted and then like (laughs) yeah yeah like it sucks um I I think that list I like that list Damn, it's it's crazy. The Bucks are that is like are that close, but he's looked yeah, good, just, Baker.
0: He has looked good. The defense looked really good as well. Mike Evans is he w- still getting the numbers in. Like things are moving yeah. over there.
1: I think uh, Lions, Seahawks, yeah, because I think the Lions are the real deal, and I think the Seahawks yeah. put up numbers. Uh, Cowboys. I don't know what to make of the Cowboys right now, but honestly, the conference just isn't that good to begin with. Um, like, I like the Bucks, but I just I think the Cowboys are definitely a better team. So. I agree. Yeah,
2: yeah. The, Cow- the Cowboys dropping to five is a big drop, and I don't know if it's just a product of how good the 49ers are, but they got killed. I mean, they didn't look like someone who can compete in the NFC, so I kind of have to agree with it until I see what the Lions and Seahawks can do against the best. You I mean, like the, the Lions beat the Chiefs? That means something.
0: Mm. What did what did the announcer who called that game? Uh, not Chris Collinsworth. Who's his partner? Um, what did he Tirico. say? Yeah, Mike Tirico called. He said we'll put an asterisk next to this game because because uh, who Kelsey wasn't there for that game.
1: Oh my God! The opener, <laughs> the opener.
0: Yeah, he went viral for that, dude. Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico. The fact that Toriko said that just makes them the the two like the perfect duo for like blowing smoke up Mahomes' ass. Like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, God. what a heck of yeah. a throw by Mahomes right there. Even when even when he threw that interception against the Jets, where he said, "Oh look at that throw by Mahomes. He's the best in the league at just dunking it in there." It's just this time he just misread it, and it's like, dude,
1: everyone, he's got to compliment
0: went. him, dude. It was a shit throw. It was a bad read, and he's he, he's still giving him wild compliments. I I don't understand it. Everyone
1: bugged out. Everyone bugged out when, like, the refs, like, missed the calls against the Jets when they were playing the Chiefs. It's like, do you not understand? Like, the Chiefs have gotten every call. They've gotten every game. They've gotten every sort of single ounce of praise since Mahomes stepped onto that field for Alex Smith and decided he was going to be the the best in the NFL – one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. Like, that team – that team is so beloved by everyone in the NFL. Like, it's, ri- it's ridiculous. Oh, no, for sure. Now now, now the Swifties, too. Yeah, we got to add that.
3: No.
0: Uh, Maybe the Swifties could help Victoria. us uh, get rid of grass. Or get rid of turf. Exactly. Was get rid of turf for grass. I love that. We're going to start learning about funny.
2: non-contact injuries and...
1: Dude, I was watching, I was, I was watching the game and like, it's, you always, you always know, even when you're not looking that it's like non-contact and he was fine by the way. Like he obviously came back, but like, you can always tell by like the tone of voice by the announcer. It's like, Oh no. Oh no. It's like, you know it right away. Like it's, it's about to be some, he literally came off the x-ray table and scored a touchdown. He did. Like it was pretty crazy. But,
0: it was more so just like lost his footing. As yeah, he to, sl- uh, he
1: slipped. It, it looked bad. It looked like it, it was did. serious, but it, it but was, it looked yeah, like an ankle, he, he's...
0: not like a, an Achilles or a yeah, maybe a, yeah, injury.
1: maybe a little tweak. Yeah, like slipped, tweaked, and just had to you know take a little bit. But I mean, he scored. It seemed ten minutes later in real time. So
0: they always get Travis his touchdowns. Like they they always find a way to get this dude open. It's it's one of those like where you're playing Madden or something, and you're my player as a wide receiver, and you just target him. Like that's that's what I feel like they do. Press press. Y. I feel like I feel like they're doing style points over there, where like my Jets are, we're we're just dying to get a touchdown, and like these guys are just playing with their food. That's what pisses me off.
1: Well, yeah. I always think when like the Chiefs are struggling, it, it, it means like they can do well. They're just like bored and trying stuff out. Like that's how I feel. Like it's like if or they you lack know, motivation. You... Like, you know you can win the game in Madden by 40, but you're just, like, trying different shit. So, like, you're down by, like, 12. (laughs) So, like, I feel like that's – they just, like, get bored. They could win every game by 40 if they wanted to.
0: For sure. Um, Anybody want to add anything else before we wrap it up?
2: No.
3: What do we –
1: so Jets got Eagles, Eagles Giants got Bills – Oh damn! And then Bears, Bears have a winnable got game. Who? Vikings Bears
0: got right?
2: Vikings without Jefferson
0: in Chicago. In Chicago, so another
2: couple wins, huh?
0: Yeah. Oh, God, if on. we end the Eagles' five and zero streak, I really shouldn't even be thinking that. Honestly, I don't know why I just like I don't know why the thoughts even in my head because I feel like their defensive Dude, line is just gonna rip through us.
2: Unless you already know thought. it, guess the spread. What do you think the spread is?
0: Oh, I don't know it. The spread, if I had guess to it. guess,
2: 7.5. You're right on. It's what 7. I was, I was expecting it? closer to 9.5 with how good the Eagles have looked. And but Jack Wilson's been shaky. Everything you said, their offensive line's beat up. The yeah. Eagles look like they're going to kill Zach. I thought it was going to be bigger, and it, it kind of made me think Jets are going to cover.
0: The, it's just weird. We, we, we've I been think playing be really game. well in MetLife, other than the Patriots game from an offensive standpoint, and we've had some pretty bad three and outs that kind of get overlooked by a couple touchdowns or big plays here and there, but MetLife, I feel like, keeps us in these games, and I've, I've never really been inclined to say that whatsoever, but the energy from the first game is kind of, like, carried over. Even though we've lost, we've dropped the last few games in MetLife, you know, I, I still feel like it's, it's an advantage it's it's a significant advantage that we haven't had in the past and
3: i
2: do yeah you guys are in a weird like that's one of the beefs i have with ohio state like ohio stadium gets shit for not being loud enough a lot of the time and it's because the fans expect like we're playing maryland who's five and zero, and it's like if we don't win this game by 35 yeah fire day everything's it's like a mess but the jets are in such a weird position where they were so excited all offseason they scratch out the first game they're playing a bunch of tough games that like the fans from the start they think they could win but they always think it's going to be a tight kind of probably a messy win so it's easy to get into it's easy to get so invested and be like like you said that like really loud passionate crowd because they they don't have any expectations but they think they could win it's kind of a weird situation
1: i agree so you said the jets are what seven and a half yeah, Giants are, Giants are the biggest favorites of the week. They're <laughs> plus fourteen. Plus fourteen, Ooh. wow! That's Two toddies, right? That's that's a big Dude, spread. <laughs> that's like, bro, you don't see those types of spreads unless you know that that shit like that. That means that that's an automatic money line lock, even though it's like minus nine hundred for Buffalo. Why
0: is that Sunday Night Football then? Can like can they flex Dude. it?
2: That's the opposite know. of what I just said, though. When I said the Jets, I expected bigger. If you see a 14 and a half point spread, you always go, that's a lot of points, I'm taking the points. but
1: I, w- I don't know bills, if I would take the points. Bills are going to cover, dude. I don't know that's... if i take the points. No, I, I mean, and I agree, I, agree with, I agree with you, too. I, I would like usually look at taking the points. I, I, I think you should lay them. It's too easy. Like, yeah. You Honestly, they, two twice, they weren't. You? Yeah, I mean, like, the problem is, you know, they finally forced a takeaway, and they forced three of them. But, like, they're not going to—the only way they could score off the turnovers is that they actually return the pick yeah. back, which they did. But, like, you yards. know, yeah, Jason, Jason Pinnock. Yeah. That's a former Jet. I got it. Um, Joe Douglas yeah. knew. No, Pinnock's actually been not that bad for the Giants since he came through last year. But, like, you know, the Giants can force as many takeaways as they want. They're not going to score on many of them. Anyway, they're not going to capitalize on any of them. Like, how, in yeah. what world can they capitalize on anything? You know? So you get Barkley like,
2: back. Let him do it all. I can't. Hopefully he's back I, this week, I guess. But, the, yeah.
1: I don't know. You know what? Honestly, we'll I would keep him out. I would keep him and Andrew Thomas out until they're like 150% ready. Because right now, it's just like, you know, don't even. I was not even in favor of playing Barkley this past week because I'm like, all oh, their offensive linemen are hurt. You're going to get them killed again. Like, yeah. You know, it's just gets to a point where, like, what's if they're not hundred percent or more? Like, don't put them in. This team is just not. This team is not primed to win. So I don't know. Fourteen points is pretty crazy. Fourteen points and the total is only (laughs) forty-four. Like, so (laughs) like Vegas thinks it's going to be like a twenty-four to three game.
2: You you might want to make other plans for Sunday night. I don't have destroy. any other plans for Sunday night. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're gonna <laughs> have
1: to figure do- something out. What else? Am I, what else am, I, am I supposed to do on a Sunday night in October? Like, tell your girl it's a I bye do- week. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you make me watch Dancing with the Stars. You know, like, no.
2: <laughs> all right, we'll I'll call it there. I think I got. Yeah, bounce. we could
1: call it there. Um, all right,
0: cool. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week for a Week Six recap. Peace.